What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Icebox Pod. Um, this is an exciting episode 52. Uh, so we've been doing this for a year, which is nuts. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is a year. I, yeah, I'm absolutely insane. I never would have thought, yeah, it had been a whole year. So, yeah, shout out to all you guys for listening and uh, just interacting with everything we post. And it's it's pretty cool that we've been doing this for a year, but... We're going to uh, talk a little bit, um, baseball, basketball, and then a little update from last week. Um, we're getting a Com C submission out the door, which uh, will be pretty exciting. So we'll probably do um, almost like a short like Com C review almost as like the process goes of like shipping it to them, them listing, selling on the site cashing out probably i don't know yeah. I think it's gonna be a long process but yeah. it should be pretty because uh i went cheap i did the 50 cent level which takes 16 weeks as opposed to the dollar level which takes two weeks yeah just because there was stuff i wanted to get rid of that i needed to be at the 50 cent level to get rid of and there was plenty of stuff that the one dollar level would have worked for but it's too much work so I just send it all in the same box. Fit perfectly. Send it in a 300 count box. Stuffed a couple of fillers in there. Out, it's going to be out the door in the morning. Perfect. How So how many so how many cards did you send then? I sent 126 cards. Okay, cool. And how how was that decided? I mean it consisted of me sitting around with my pile of cards that I've been trying to unload as a lot. And then looking around at them thinking what in here is a guaranteed dollar. That's what I, in my head was like, I was like, I need a guaranteed dollar. And so the fee structure is they charge 50 cents to list it. And then they're going to charge me five percent of the sale price as a fee and then they're going to charge you 10 percent when you cash out so you're paying 15 so i'm out 65 cents on the dollar stuff right but you're out like maybe 80 cents on the two dollar stuff so like that stuff's fine and there's stuff in there that's five to fifteen dollars too and that stuff is a little more reasonable but i just wanted to get it all out and i just need to just get whatever i can for some of this stuff you know i'm really just have gotten motivated i i just am looking at these boxes and boxes of stuff i got and i'm like man i got too much stuff and if if i can get anything for some of this stuff i'm gonna do it i'm even talking like you know, now, I, I mean, I was looking around. I got 250 top loaders laying around. Those are worth a couple bucks to someone. They're not yeah. yellow. Like, they're fine. Some of them are the big ones, which are more expensive. Oh, yeah, for sure. So how... So this is the part that I've always been curious about. So when ComC uploads your stuff, right, you, you'll have to go through and price it all, right? Yeah, so I'll price everything. I mean, to me, this seems like a five. This seems like 
me sit down for 30 minutes, all 126 are priced. I'm just going to be slapping prices on these bad boys. Yeah, it's not like you're going to be comping everything. No, the only stuff that I might put some thought into, I mean, there's like a couple. I've So, like, I had gone through my 160-card lot, and I was like, hmm, you know what? Let's look through the boxes again. Let's see what we can scrounge up. So I scrounged up some more stuff that was like $2 plus stuff. And I got like some vintage, like there's like a 1954 Tops Whitey Ford. Just threw that bad boy in there. Yeah. And so that could be like a 15, a 20 to $50 card. So who knows? But I just threw it in there just for the sake of the experiment. Just keep it. Just throw that in there. And it only costs 50 cents for them to list it for me, which is a steal, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah, their fees actually don't seem too bad. The fees are in line with eBay minus the listing price, but it's basically paying someone to list it for you. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that actually doesn't seem terrible. It's I. So I was thinking the 50 cent is like, okay. If you're really trying to unload two one to two dollars stuff, like you could do it. But once you get over five dollars, once you get in that five to like twenty dollar range, I think you reap huge benefits in the five to twenty dollar range. Just you can just churn through this inventory and and without all the listing, taking all the time. Maybe if it's more than twenty dollars, you want to manage it yourself, you know, just list it yourself, field offers. Sure. But Five to twenty bucks just seems like a home run to me. Sadly, I, I'm I don't have a, a ton of ton of inventory in that range. I now have a ton of inventory in the fifty cent to one dollar range, and then also the below fifty cent range is what I need to figure out what to do with. Yeah. What do you yeah. do with it? You said you sell it on Facebook Marketplace, people. That's what I would do. Yeah, just in bulk. I'd just say, you know, baseball card collection, this whole thing's like 50 bucks or $100 or I don't know how much stuff you have, but. Yeah, I mean, they got a couple thousand cards probably. Yeah, so just like whatever. And then just see what people offer. I mean, it's for, honestly, for the I'm, absolute, for like just the base. Yeah, to be honest, it's probably a pretty good time to list it because of like Christmas coming and stuff like that. Maybe I will. Some of the stuff that's not total junk, I want to find a better way for. But, like, I'm not opposed to unloading just a couple boxes of base for, like, 50 bucks. And what do you do? You meet up with the person? Yeah. Or, I mean, there's been a lot of ways. Like, on Facebook, it's pretty easy to tell, I think. If someone's like legit, like Facebook's pretty, um, like Facebook Marketplace, because everyone's going to be local to you. That's true. What I would do is put like the I don't ship thing on there because you don't want to mess with shipping on that. And then, like, oh no, I can't. Like when my mom uh, used to sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace, she would just put it on our porch. Someone would come grab it and just leave like 10 bucks under our mat. Wow. Like, so you could just be like, hey, I'll drop it off at your house and pick up 50 bucks or something like it's I think it's pretty, pretty easy. Okay, okay. That doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. 
might need to investigate that. But yeah, Com C, dude. I just can't forget when it's all listed to put the prices in. It's going to be 16 <laughs> yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'll have to remember. I was thinking my planner only goes through December. It, I can't even put it in my planner for 16 weeks from now. I I'm need to buy a new planner first. Yeah, true. I'm super curious on if they will uh, like beat that time or how accurate that time really is. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea either. Like it, I mean, 16 weeks is a long time. Like it would not shock me if your stuff was up like eight weeks. But it also would not shock me if you hit week 16 and you're like, oh, come on, guys, like, where's my stuff? And then it takes like 18 or something. I don't know. I just. I I don't know what to expect. I've usually heard pretty good things about Calm C. So we'll have to see how this goes. But yeah, I think mission scrounge up cash from the assorted junk taking up space when all is said and done. I could get like 750 bucks, I think, out of all the assorted junk laying around. And that I, that would be pretty good. Yeah, that's easily worth it, for sure. It just takes a little bit, but I think it's worth it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll probably be worth it. I mean, it's just such a save, like a time saver, to not have to do yeah. it all myself. I didn't want to do all this myself. It was It's too much work. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a good, uh, good gig. You'll have to update us as it goes in 16 weeks. Will do 16 weeks, guys. Mark your calendars, even though I can't mark mine. Yeah. Episode like 68 will be amazing. Jeez. <laughs> when you put it that way, it doesn't sound that far in the future. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. That's, that's what we're going to go with. Episode 68. We're going to yeah. be setting those prices, getting those sales. Yeah. Yeah, to switch topics a little bit, would you? Curious about this now. Would you? Are you more excited for the start of NBA or playoff baseball? Start of NBA. Same here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm playoff definitely- baseball is so fun if your team is in it, and honestly, it is pretty fun to watch if you get yourself invested. Yeah. Is playoff baseball? When you're like hanging on every pitch is mm-hmm. so fun. But you gotta get yourself invested. And neither the Pirates nor the Red Sox are in the playoffs. So it's hard for me to get invested, I think. Yeah, I think now I'm pretty much just waiting or not waiting, but hoping for the Yankees to lose. That's like pretty much why I just why do you want the Yankees to lose? I just hate the Yankees. Let's not own any Aaron Judge. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I I just don't like the Yankees. I don't really like the Dodgers. Like I, I was just kind of. Oh, happy I don't like the Dodgers. the Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know, and I I kind of like when um. Just like the average market or like small market teams, I guess, do well. I don't know. Rip the Guardians, man. They were a small market team. Yeah, like that would have been, I would have been pumped if uh, they would have beat the Yankees. That would have been cool. But yeah, even, I don't know, even like 
a San Diego or something is like kind of like I'd rather have them win than the Dodgers. Well, thankfully, they already took care of the Dodgers. Exactly. Yeah, that was great. To, I mean, everybody was like, didn't the Dodgers uh, coach say like they're winning it? Like he guarantees a World Series or something. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers were overpowered, but in a five game series, especially anything can really happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they went I, down, man. 111 win Dodgers. Yeah, when they when they spend that much money and have that much talent, I just like kind of hope they lose. I I feel that way about the Dodgers. For some reason, the Yankees, I'm more in favor of, but the Dodgers, down with them. Yeah, yeah. Barrels probably like 10x the 10x the Pirates. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that will be interesting. I'm hoping. I don't even know who I'm hoping to win, I guess. I don't want the Astros to win, that's for sure. No. I don't really want the Phillies either. I guess the Padres. I guess so, yeah. I guess I'll be rocking with the Padres. I guess that's all we're left with. Unless you want the Phillies. I I don't really. I don't really not like the Phillies, but I don't really like them either. I I don't like them. I guess I'll go with the Padres just... Based on elimination, pretty much. Padres haven't had that much success in a long time, so. Yeah, it has been a minute. I can rock with them. I was really hoping the Mariners would pull it off. Yeah, me too. That was a big disappointment. Yeah. And what do you think about, uh, you think J-Rod might be a good buy in the offseason? You know, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. I, I His prices seem high. To me, but he also seems like he's pretty legit. I uh, he's he's making plays in the field and at bat. I know he like the the making plays in the field. I don't even understand how it works, but like somehow no one cares about your ability to make plays in the field in the hobby, and all they care about is your ability to hit. Yet on the other hand, if you're a designated hitter or you're not a five tool player they're like cool you suck we won't invest in you so i don't understand it it's like everyone behind their back like in their non-instagram hyping up voice is like actually i only want complete players even though all they talk about is home runs but he's a complete player that's actually interesting i never thought about that but yeah that's definitely accurate i to be honest I'm just not really into baseball cards anymore. I unless, still like them. Unless it's like vintage. Uh, vintage is like different. I but still like, like baseball cards. Yeah. I, I just, I, I just, there's just so much product coming out. Some of these sets are just so, I, I, I think part of the problem was, is I kind of got out of buying baseball cards actively for a couple of years. I was buying other sports namely basketball and now more so hockey but just and I, but I look at baseball always it's just this stuff is getting really expensive which has happened in every sport and sounds stupid to say since baseball went up way less but other sports the demand went through the roof and baseball it just doesn't seem like it and just some of these cards or like triple threads, like five star and like tier one autographs are like super expensive now. I don't love diamond icons 
and that's like ungodly expensive. I do love definitive though. Definitive baseball. Yeah, that stuff's different. I think that's I one of especially like in the earlier years of its run, I think is one of the best products ever made. Yeah, I could I could get behind that for sure. I I don't something about like tier one and stuff. I that product was just so I mean every product was better when it was cheaper, I guess, but like that product was so much better when it was like what seventy dollars a box or something. Yeah. They honestly put a lot of like crap autos in there. Oh, I mean, and they used to put crap autos in there to be fair. It was yeah. always risky. Even when it was $70, it was risky. Right. I'm just saying you can. I I, I just feel like at $70, there's the risk, but it's also like you're paying $70 for fun, too. So even if you get a crap auto, like, I guess you still had fun opening the box. But now when it's like way more expensive, the crap. Yeah, I know a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you just get smoked on this stuff now. Yeah, like, they definitely put, like, crap autos in it when it was $70, too. But, I mean, when you're opening a box, I don't know, if it's $70, and say you get a $10, $15 rookie auto that has, like, a cool patch on it or something. Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, okay, like, that's cool, at least. But when you're when you're in the box for 150, that's not as cool anymore. Like you just, I, I don't know. It's it's way different to me. No, I I feel the same way. I mean, you know how I feel about this. We got to go back to all reliable heritage minor league baseball, dude. The ultimate fun rip for a cheap price that still delivers hits. Yeah. But you that was a while ago we talked about that, but yeah, you spoke very. Highly. I will always support that cause. If you're you're feeling that hobby boxes are too expensive, you can't get anything cheap with hits in it. Heritage Minor League Baseball, it's great. Yeah, I remember actually ripping a couple packs of that, and it's fun. You, you actually like you recognize names, and you yeah, it has all the names. Yeah. It has all the big names, all the guys who've been in the big prospects are all in there. Yeah. Seems like, I don't know, seems like a cool product. It's always fun. But yeah, back to, I guess, the question of J-Rod. If I was a J-Rod buyer, uh, I would be interested in the Bowman Chrome autos, I think. Yeah, I'd be interested in those assorted first Bowman items. Uh, I don't know if I'd be going nuts on his rookie stuff. But that's just me. I know I we both know someone who uh, likes their J-Rod autos. I don't, and J-Rod stuff, I don't know what all he has. But I, I do, that's... There is some sweet rookie stuff, though. Like, those logo fractors are nasty. Love those things. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to his prices. I mean... Those uh, SPs still do well. Yeah, those do uh, uh, better than I honestly thought 
they would. They actually held, They've up. held up very well. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect that, to be honest. I would have. Neither did I. They actually, I'm actually starting to wonder if those J Rod SPs are starting to enter the territory of looking like one of my, one of my cards that I just buy a ton of them and just grade them. It's got nice white borders. Nice and easy to see if you've got a centering problem. It's yeah, that actually is a good call. It's looking be- like it looks an awful lot like that 2013 David Ortiz did. Like you just start, <laughs> you start buying tons of them, grading them. It it looks like that type of card. It adds a lot of value to it too on that card. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I gotta keep more of an eye out for those at shows. That might be a good card to just scoop up and toss in a PSA pile. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they've held up so well for so long is uh, very encouraging to me. Yeah, that's actually interesting. I'll have to keep that in mind then. So what about the uh, what about the NBA? What are you looking most forward to, like, card-wise? Man, card-wise? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie, kind of hoping to... I regret selling my Giannis tie-dye. I want one back. I want Luca's cards to come down in price because I want to buy them because they're cool. What Luca card would you... Would you still want one of those court sides or would you want something else? Oh, I'd buy one of the court sides. Yeah. I also wouldn't be opposed to like a framed like vintage art noir. That would be nice. Yeah. Those are on the radar. Uh, as far as rookie class i don't know not over the moon always intrigued by Giannis and luca though yeah i'm trying to think now. and honestly intrigued by lebron cards yeah those i are... own one lebron card right now dude what one's that i own the star rookie psa 8 Hey, big baller. One? Big baller card. The star rookie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that card. Yeah. Huh. How could you forget, man? Yeah, I, I totally forgot about that card. Um, You know what card I was looking up the other day? Not, not that I would ever buy it. But is the... Remember that City Heights rookie? Oh, yeah. Card, I had a PSA 10. That card took off during COVID so much. And I can't stand that card. It makes me dizzy just looking at it. I almost kept mine. What? Do you remember what you sold it for? The PSA 10? Yeah. I don't know. I think it might have been like 300 bucks. Okay. Yeah, they do like 200 now. Could have been worse. I think the PSA 9 I got like 100 for. Yeah, I'd be pretty surprised if PSA 9s would. Oh, there's one that did 56. Yeah. 65, 56, 60, 50. Contrary to what many people might think, even though that's a rapper redemption, it is in fact not low pop in the slightest. No, I that I hate that card. It legit gives me a headache just looking at it. Because I kind of like it. Really, I don't know why. It like actually, it like it like legit like gave me a headache the first time I looked at it because of like the I don't even know what that is like the three D type. I think people call it oh oh nuts. I'm not gonna remember what it is. Someone's gonna roast me. 
I don't know if I'm going to come up with it. Yeah, I don't know what they lenticular? call Lenticular? I think lenticular is what people call it. Yeah, I can't stand that. I'll never buy a card that has that design. I'm trying uh, to think if I have any like that. Yeah, I that card's been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, pretty intrigued to buy some LeBron, though. Yeah, I'm super intrigued. Um, but yeah. By LeBron... I'm always intrigued by Giannis. Um, Giannis is weird um, because so my brother and I were putting out, you know, stuff like buying Giannis and nobody would sell. Do you, I mean, when you put that out, do you normally get people? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, really? Like, but but it's weird. So. um, Like the Giannis gold standard auto. Yeah, I know that one. We've been looking for one of those, the rookie one. Don't you have them, or do you unload yours? I unloaded mine. Oh, okay. And so we like we were looking for one, and like we couldn't find them. And Dang. it's those are super short print either. But the ones on eBay are like two X comps, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, them. you you don't want those." Yeah, they're just like, we don't want to sell. And then even in Dallas, like, there was one. And he, which, in a show like that, you'd think there'd be, like, three or four. And there was only one. And the guy was like, yeah, I really have, like, minimal interest in actually selling. He's like, I just put it on my table just to see. Yeah, the like, yon- I, I don't know, because I'm not really deep in the market. But people seem to have been saying that for a while, that the Giannis just doesn't turn up. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's I mean it's cool. I like it. Like I'd rather have that than see a hundred of them every show. Yeah. But yeah. makes it yo. Work. I got something on a similar note. Before we, I don't know how long we've been going, but maybe we'll wrap here soon. But I got a I got something I saw on IG made me think of you. I think you're not gonna like it. What's that? Saw someone post a like some sort of graphs, and they're like. MJ cards are dipping now, but Brady cards are dipping way harder. And Brady is just going to crash and burn versus Jordan in the longer run. They're like, no one actually likes collecting Brady or really did collect Brady. People just manufactured Brady collecting during COVID. And and before that, it the Jordan collectors existed before it. And exist after. There were very few real Brady collectors before, and it was just a manufactured thing to buy Brady cards during the pandemic. So the Brady cards are the ones that are going to come down hard. I'd call that a load of crap. They're... Oh, I thought you might. I, I, I mean, I, I think Brady cards like might come down a little bit, but like, oh some... yeah, but but. Like Brady was so collected. Like Patriots fans, but not. Knew. But I mean, not versus Jordan. If you look at like the prices, like the Brady prices skyrocketed compared to and Jordan. Even. Basketball is always going to have more collectors. Because basketball, really? Oh yeah, basketball is worldwide. Like those like Asian collectors, they couldn't care less about NFL, but they all buy Jordans and Kobe's. They love Kobe, especially. They like Jordan, basketball is just so much more global. So, like, 
I don't know. To me, it's not about like the amount of collectors really because basketball is just so much more global. And I feel like people were buying Brady before COVID. I was buying Brady before COVID. I collected him. Um, but I don't know. It seemed like how can you I don't know. I feel like if you if someone says that the pretty much undisputed goat has like not that many collectors, then I would not buy football cards, period. They were basically saying that when you look at Jordan, the collector base there has been intact for a longer time. Or maybe what I should say is that a collector base accustomed to paying very high prices has been intact for a long time. Whereas for Brady, it's a relatively new phenomenon that he has collectors who are willing to pay a lot of money. And that Maybe it should give you a little pause about if these people are actually going to stick around with the Brady through thick and thin. At the same time, Jordan retired 20 years ago. So, like, I mean, in my (laughs) mind, that almost is more of a knock on Brady that Jordan retired 20 years ago. But I see what you mean that he's had a longer time to, he's had more time for people to like collect his stuff just in terms of sheer number of years like for instance at the end of like jordan's career people were not paying a crap ton of money for his cards i would imagine not the card market was not like remotely close to what it is now so like to me like that's like to me that's like comparing like two just completely different things like that don't really it doesn't make sense to like compare and i do think that a lot of people probably dip towards the end of their career. Like, I don't know. Like, do you think Jordan was like the hottest guy to collect when he was playing with the wizards and like Kobe was like balling out? I don't know. Like, probably not. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, like to be like Brady's, I mean, he's nearing the end. Like it's very obvious. It's pretty, uh, Clear that there's probably not short-term gain potential of him like winning the Super Bowl, which probably turns some people away. Um, I saw him lose on Sunday. It was great. Yeah, exactly. And he lost to the Steelers. Like, yeah. Poverty team. <laughs> the Steelers are pretty bad right now. I don't know how how we managed to win that, but yeah, it's so, like I don't know. I just feel like there's not much like short-term upside for Brady that's definitely true but he's still playing which is like not a great combination to me that's fair you'd rather him just hang up the hat and just from a card perspective just not have to deal with the the playing while not having a chance to like do anything exceptional yeah I mean it seems like Jordan has just built up like such a legendary like reputation, which like, oh yeah, which like half of it's like complete over exaggeration, like not really true. I think some of it is. Yeah, like Jordan, he's almost like more like myth than like at least to people like us, he feels that way. Yeah, like I don't know. I think that Brady's legacy will just be so good, and I think when people realize that you know. Mahomes is not coming remotely close to like seven Super Bowls. Yeah. Because like Mahomes, Allen, and Brady 
are kind of like the three quarterbacks that were like cards exploded and like they exploded, you know? Yeah. So I think once Allen and Mahomes like have no chance at like seven and like people realize that and they come to the end of their careers, maybe Brady documentaries start rolling out and people are like, like this guy was like a winner. Like this guy was legit. But I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. Time will tell. I knew I had to get that in there. I knew you'd enjoy that little little piece. Appreciate thoughts on it. I knew yeah. you'd always be interested for some Brady talk. Oh, yeah. I love talking about Brady, LeBron. I have some Jordan, too. Only two cards, but they're pretty good two cards, I think. So. I, you still have the exquisite auto? Yeah. I see people selling those sometimes, and I think of yours all the time. Yeah, I have that. And then a 2003 exquisite uh, jumbo game. Oh, yeah. I love that card. That card is so sweet. I think that card, actually, I think that card long-term is going to be really good because I think 2003 exquisite long-term is going to be. Hey, I'm with you there. 2003 exquisite is is quite, quite cool. Oh, yeah. I would love to pick up the LeBron, um, like, rookie patch. Yeah. Would be a cool card, but would be. I don't, I don't know that I could spend like ten thousand dollars on just like a patch. I mean, I guess if it was rookie, then like that kind of helps, but I don't know. It's a lot. Those yeah. designs are becoming uh, very iconic, more so every year that passes. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I think I might need to wrap it there. Yep. If you don't mind, Matt. Thanks for. Uh... Thanks for listening. Uh, we got a whole year down on the pod. So, yeah, we appreciate all the listeners, and we'll be back next week.